Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below, so please feel free to use them. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. It truly, truly does. And yesterday, we did have a few members that we need to update with. We had John Hutchison, Shiku the Tempest, Larry, then over on Patreon, we had Irrational Sloth, and we also had Leon. Sorry if I got your name wrong. I do apologize. I tried my best. <laughs> but thank you so much to everyone for spending 20 minutes of your time and for your constant support in the comments with the likes and everything you do. It makes a huge difference. It really, really does. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from SuspiciousGate1258. Am I the asshole for not forgiving my sister for stealing? My little sister, 16, had a fair share of behavior issues throughout the past few years. She doesn't keep up with school, lies, and was diagnosed with depression and anxiety, along with everyone else in our family. Since the beginning of this year, her behavior has gotten worse. She's frequently lying and doctoring stories, as well as doing illegal activities in and out of the house with zero consequences. A few weeks ago, she had called me and told me along with everyone else in the family that she had bought me tickets to my favorite artist concert in the fall. I obviously questioned it and kept telling her not to lie to me, but she insisted it was true, so I got very excited. Two weeks later, I noticed she kept buying very expensive items such as a PC, new shoes, makeup, more electronics, etc. But I figured it was because she got a new job and was making better money. For the more expensive items like the PC, she told me it was a gift from a family member for her birthday, which was the week prior. She even went as far as to fake a phone call with said family member to thank them for such a wonderful gift. While she was having the time of her life, I was on a completely different path. A week before her birthday, my car's engine blew. I should note that I'm a college student who works minimum wage and it would have been out of my price range to even afford a new engine, so the car got towed. I was devastated. My parents and my grandma decided to help me by getting some money together, about 6,000, and give it to me to buy a new car. About a week after I noticed my sister was buying these expensive products, I finally found my dream car. My parents and I went to grab the money from our safe to go buy the new car when we realized about 3,000 was missing from the envelopes we put together. My dad immediately checked my little sister's bank account to find a 1,200 deposit via ATM that week. We also found receipts from purchases that she made with the remaining cash. When we confronted my sister, she said she didn't know why she took the money. I was and still am devastated that my own blood would steal from me. But my parents, more so my dad, whose sister did the same thing, wants me to forgive her because she's apologized for it. I told him hell no and she has yet to apologize to me and that I have no intentions on having her in my life when she's acting like this. My dad said she's going through a time and needs our help. So, am I the asshole? Update, I want to add, as soon as my parents found out, we took her to return as much as we could. 
they were also devastated. Now, mental health issues, depression, anxiety are absolutely devastating things to go through. Been through them myself and I wouldn't wish them on anyone. And I can't blame you for not wanting to forgive your sister for this. But at the same time, and I'm not forgiven the behavior of stealing because it's absolutely, you know, it's terrible stealing, especially 3000 from when you're trying to get a new car and totally upending your life in this situation but i can see from from what you're posting is that the dad enables this kind of behavior so she's learned to have no consequences for her actions and continue to get away with it sure she's old enough but she's been brought up to be to have this sort of mindset that she can just continue to get away with it and she needs to be sat down and learn that there is good there's going to be big consequences for her actions if she continues to steal she will end up going to jail for it in the end mental health issues or not and you know not forgiving her is a consequence of her actions in this situation and she's going to need to learn that the hard way you know that she's hurt you and she needs to gain back your trust so you're definitely not the asshole in this situation and again i'm not forgiving what i'm not forgiving what sister has done in this situation because it's totally wrong it's 100 wrong but i'm trying to get into the mindset of what she's been like as she's been growing up and i think it would be fair to say that she's probably had a, a warped sense of reality with no consequences in life and she needs to learn that Again, because <laughs> I know people get on my back about this one. I'm not forgiving what she did. And KFNNMP says, not the asshole. She stole from you, hasn't even apologized or offered an explanation. And your dad is expecting you just to forgive her and move on. Has she replaced the money she stole? And when River 7 says, not the asshole, when your father continues to baby your sister, he's going to get even worse results. Sister needs to be put on a repayment plan, either through getting a job, chores, or some other way to pay off her debt. You have no reason to continue to enable a thief. And Ghazi says, not the asshole. Has your sister been punished for this theft? And Bizenka says, not the asshole. But your whole family sees 16-year-old throwing cash around and no one questions where she finds money for that. And Low Tech Style says, and quotes, my dad says she's going through a tough time and needs our help. So am I the asshole? And then says, then maybe he should get off his ass and do something about it instead of making up excuses for her behavior and guilt trip you because family. An apology means nothing if it isn't honest and going by what you've written here is most definitely not. She stole a more than considerable amount of money with the intent to spend, not like a kleptomaniac who feels the compulsion to do it. Not the asshole. And prison nurse NC says, not the asshole. Your sister is old enough to know better. She is also old enough to go to jail. Mental health issues are no excuse for bad behavior. Hold her accountable. Sell the computer. She needs to pay back every penny she stole. And Mizzy Von Muffling says, not the asshole whatsoever. Your sister sucks and needs to pay it all back. Yeah, she needs help from a professional. And Superb Ad says, not the asshole, but there's something going on here. Note that the first time you noticed she was spending money was when she told you she got you tickets for your favorite artist. That's not straight up greed, that's something. Looking for approval or admiration, I don't know. You're definitely not the asshole to be furious, but kiddo needs therapy as much as punishment to work out what's going on in her head. And once again, I always feel like I have to over explain these because I always get comments that are like, oh no, Mark, she deserves to be punished and all this kind of thing. And whilst I agree, yes, she does deserve consequences for her actions. This is a 16 year old has been brought up and, and let and they've let her get away with everything in her life. Well, I'm assuming that from from this post, it's hard to it's hard to judge from one post. But, you know, we have to 
And I just find it incredibly sad sometimes. Obviously not in all cases, people don't deserve to get away with with all kinds of behavior. But this just seems like that to me in this particular situation, and I'm going for this particular one, it seems like someone that's screaming out for help. And especially from that last comment, it made me think, is she like, she wants approval or admiration? She's like looking for attention. And yeah, I may be going a bit too deep here, but you know, all these sort of things just jump out in my head when I'm reading it. I'm thinking, oh, is she? Is that what's going on here? Especially with her mental health, anxiety, depression, and everything thrown in there. It's a bit of a bit of a toxic cocktail, isn't it, really? But yeah, anyway. <laughs> I don't forgive it. Not the arsehole. And I move on to the next story. And this next story comes from Fruit and Boot. Am I the arsehole for yelling at my neighbor after she saw me braless on my private porch? I live in a neighborhood that's managed all by the same hedge trimming company. We all pay into this service and have the hedges trimmed a couple of times a month. I was out on my private ground level patio, laying on the outdoor furniture because it's sweltering outside and I'm nearly 32 weeks pregnant. My patio is covered by cedar fencing, so you can't see if someone is outside just by looking. My neighbor comes by with a brat of a kid and lifts herself as high as she can to peer over my fence as I'm relaxing. She asked me if the hedge trimmer guy had been by yet as her house wasn't done. Now clearly my hedges have not been trimmed yet as they don't look like they do when they are done. I told her no and we had a short conversation. In the meantime, her kid is tearing through my garden and complaining the whole time. Before she leaves, she tells me to please put a bra on while I'm outside of the house. Now, I'm 32 weeks pregnant, sore, annoyed, and now very angry. She came over to peer into my private patio and then gets pissed off for me being indecent by not wearing a bra under my shirt. I was very upset, so yelled at her to leave my patio and then I don't want her to come over unannounced ever again. She was pissed off at me for my reaction in front of her child, but I feel like it was justified as she had no right to come and tell me what I can and can't wear especially in a private area that she barged into. I'm not a confrontational person at all, but this was the last straw. I'm tired of people telling me what I can and can't do when pregnant. My husband thinks I should have just ignored her and not gotten upset, but I'm so frustrated that anyone would think that's okay to do that. Am I really an asshole? Now, I came into this one thinking, you know, you are absolutely boobs-free, topless, braless, in your private back garden. And I thought, well, yeah, it's, it's totally private. Absolutely not the arsehole still. This person is coming and peeping their head over your fence to look into your garden. Cheeky so-and-sos. Absolutely not the arsehole. Someone comes into your private area, then has the cheek to complain that you're not wearing a bra, even though you still got a top on. Jesus, what a neighbor. That's a neighbor from hell. We should have saved that story for uh, for that subreddit. <laughs> but Roboclaw says, absolutely not the asshole. Your neighbor comes over unannounced and you're trying to relax. You're not even topless, just braless. Your neighbor can stuff it. <laughs> and Rev Matt says, not the asshole. Bras are not required. Breasts are not inherently sexual. People who only see them that way need to work that shit out in therapy and leave women who don't want to wear a bra alone. This goes double, of course, when you're on your own property. And KFN says, Not the arsehole. Tell your neighbor to stop peering into your garden. You have a right to privacy and she breached that. It's no different to her looking in your windows and telling you to wear a bra while your curtains are open. And 99cabbages says, I misread and thought you were completely topless and I still think you weren't the arsehole. It's your patio and she had to make an effort to see you. Therefore, you had a reasonable expectation of privacy. Not the arsehole. 
and Swedish Push says not the arsehole. If you're planning to breastfeed, consider doing it on the patio as much as possible. <laughs> a cake is a die says not the arsehole. It's boobs. We all have them. It's your private space. You do you and congrats on your baby. And we'll have one more from No Jellyfish 1208 saying not the arsehole. She invaded your privacy and she dared to complain. Now, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this one? And we'll move on to the next story. And our next story is from Individual Truck 5184. Am I the arsehole for telling my son the truth about maths? My wife is a high school maths teacher. Maths is her passion and she loves teaching. She's always been a maths wizard and thinks maths is the super fun subject that is enjoyable and relaxing. To decompress as a kid, she'd do algebra for fun. She'd do hard calculus. To me, it's endearing and she does have fun and is enjoyable outside of maths and academics. Ever since my son was three, she started teaching him maths. She tried to teach him to count at one, but he couldn't really speak, so it didn't work out. When he was five, she started teaching him all the maths she could. When he was in grade one, he aced the class because he learned all of it before from his mother. This essentially made her think that her teaching him advanced maths was a good thing, and pretty much all their time together is maths related. By grade three, he was doing algebra. He's a bright kid, and at first, he was really interested in maths because it helped him understand how the world works. Now he's in grade five, going into grade six, and she started teaching him some high school syllabus. He'd been losing interest for a while because maths was slowly drifting away from real world application into X plus six, X plus seven, solve for X. That's when he began to lose interest and because he's obviously young and not really into that kind of maths yet, she had to push him insanely hard to get him to do well in it. There were days where she'd come back from home and my wife would immediately start drilling him with maths. Recently, there has been several fights because he wanted to go play video games with his friends instead of doing maths. My wife told him to do maths, which I'm assuming is IGCSE trigonometry, which I think is insane, as in our school system, he's not even in middle school yet and she's making him do high school level work. She left the room because she had to attend something and my son threw his pen on the ground and started crying. I was already annoyed because he barely ever gets to play with his friends and his holidays have just started. I guess she wants him to ace his maths classes, but that was too far for me. He asked me, I was in the room, why this maths was even needed, because he couldn't see any use for it outside of school tests. I told him that honestly, 80% of maths is useless in the real world. I haven't used algebra since I left high school and I work in government. I barely come across grade nine level trig and have never seen high school algebra or calculus outside of school and maths related fields. I did tell him that maths was important to get into colleges, but I don't think he should be worrying about that when he's not even in middle school yet. After this, I got into a huge fight with my wife where she was screaming at me for impeding their relationship. I told her that their relationship can't just be maths. Am I the asshole? Now, we had a story just recently about a, a girl who was gifted at reading and she loved reading in her own time and doing all this kind of thing, but then was further pressured by her mother to, to read books of a higher level and continue reading higher level books and it eventually put her off that reading. I can pretty much see it in this situation as well. That, you know, he used to like enjoying maths, but the mum's pushing more and more higher level stuff and is putting him off. So I think... Although I can see her heart's in the right place and she wants to do the right thing by it, she would she would be the arsehole in this situation for like forcing it on him. 
I think you need to nurture these things and not force them. So you would be the arsehole for that. But I think OP would be the arsehole also in the situation for their attitude towards math because I'm rubbish at math myself and I wish I was better at it. I think it's so incredibly important in, in so many different jobs and fields when they do grow up these days. So I think your attitude towards it and saying, you know, it's pretty much useless at a, outside of certain things and you don't, and 80% of it is pretty much useless. I think that does make you the asshole for trying to pass that information on to him because it's much more important than that, let's face it. So I think I'm gonna go for a controversial possibly, everyone sucks here. But beautiful concern 144 says, everyone sucks here. I'm a math teacher. Forcing maths or any learning down young children's throats does more harm than good. My daughter is talented at maths. We do no maths together at home beyond her schoolwork. She is five. She needs to be five, so when she is home, she plays, spends time with her family, has fun. However, I can't tell you how bloody difficult it is to teach children at secondary level who have a commentary from home of maths is pointless, you'll never need this, etc. As soon as a kid says, well, mum and dad says, my heart sinks. Maths has many real world applications. And honestly, even if those aren't things the person wants to do, a whole load more doors are open to the student who has gained a decent maths grade at GCSE. You and your wife need to sort yourselves out. Between you, you are entirely sabotaging his education. Her by making him resent it, you by undermining its importance. And Stoke King says, not the arsehole. A lot of my job is maths, so how useful it is depends on the direction you decide to go. And then quotes, I don't think he should be worrying about that when he's not even in middle school yet. And then says, I agree. And this is what makes you not the arsehole. Let the kid be a kid. Edit your wife's approach sounds like it will make him hate maths. And Law Law Lee says, everyone sucks here. Your wife is obviously pushing your son too hard and doesn't seem to pay attention to his right to free time and his own desires for the future. That's obviously shitty parenting. To an extent, your wife is able to give him an advantage when it comes to his schoolwork. I'm bilingual and I fully intend to raise my kids bilingual to give them an advantage in their education and overall development, but there is a limit. She seems to be raising him with the sole intention of making him into a mathematician or maths teacher. That is not okay. Your son has a voice here and she needs to respect his wishes and encourage him to do things rather than push him. You, however, are not in the right here either in your response to your son. You should have just comforted your son and then sat down with your wife and lay out your concerns. Tell her you don't think he's ready for what she wants to do with him and just back off a little bit. That's how you should have approached this. Make sure you and your wife are on the same page and then present a united front towards your son. You shouldn't have undermined your wife and you shouldn't write off maths. Just because you think you don't use it in adult life doesn't mean it's useless, nor is 80% of it useless. Working in government is not the be-all and end-all of adult or professional life. Although I'm not surprised to hear that people who work in government don't use maths. Do you really think your son is ever going to take his math schoolwork or your wife's teaching seriously again if his father tells him the vast majority of it is useless? Talk to your wife and both get your parenting up to scratch. Neither of you is helping your son. Now what do you guys think about this one? And we move on to the next story. And this next story is from Kitchen Vegetable 734 Am I the arsehole for rotating out a friend at my dinner parties? Good morning, Reddit. Food cooking has been a big hobby of mine, 34 male, for years. I've been keeping up monthly-ish dinner party with me, my wife, and the same four friends since late last year. I limit six people because that's what my current dining table accommodates. I really like to go all out and make pretty elaborate meals that can be both expensive and challenging to make. 
One of the four friends I've been inviting, 32 female, Mary, turned out to be a noticeably picky eater. She doesn't have any dietary restrictions. From what I could gather, it seems like certain textures, flavor combinations, or just sometimes unfamiliar foods are unappealing to her. A lot of times it would end up that she might skip parts of the meal or just fill up or one of the plainer starches, if there was one. Sometimes she might just nibble a little and not really eat at all. I will caveat that she was fine socially and didn't have any issues on that front. My wannabe chef brain can't really handle anything less than everyone gobbling down excessive portions of my food and telling me how great it was. If I don't get that, I will actually get anxious and start overthinking how I prepared the dinner to figure out what I did wrong, for that person to not like my meal. This happened kind of frequently with Mary until I realized she's just a plain and simple picky eater. Last month, a different friend, 34 male Jake, brought up how good all my food looked on social media and that he'd love to try it sometime. I thought about it that night and concluded that Mary might not be a good fit for my dinners and it might be better for everyone to swap her out for Jake. The next time I spoke to Mary, I brought it up with her. I told her I thought Jake would be a better fit for my dinners, but I'd still invite her to other non-dinner type activities and get-togethers. I guess Mary may have seen my dinners as more of a social activity as compared to how I saw them as a foodie activity, but Mary was offended. She told me it was unfair for me to boot her from the dinners just because she didn't always eat all the food. Anyway, now Mary is upset with me and thinks I'm an asshole. Reddit, what do you think? Now, for me, it was like the, the third paragraph that really jumped out to me and it said, my wannabe chef brain can't really handle anything less than everyone gobbling down excessive portions of my food and telling me how great it was. And if you don't get that, you get anxious and overthink how you prepared the dinner and all that kind of stuff. And I sort of think if I was inviting everyone around for food and stuff, yeah, I get anxious about like how people think of how I'm cooking and stuff like that. But it's not about that occasion. It's about friends getting together and talking. I mean, you're not running a restaurant there unless you're selling them the food. I mean, it just seems like you're just trying to constantly big yourself up and it's not about your friends at all. It's just about you cooking and, and everyone praising you. And it just came across like that and a bit self-centered to me. And I think you would be the asshole for that. And I might be wrong in thinking that, but it just, the whole thing seems bizarre to me. It's like, why are you going out your way to cook all this expensive food? And, and it's really not about the social occasion. It just, I just find that bizarre. Especially when you said like, Mary, she doesn't seem like she's complaining about your food at all. She just enjoys the social aspect of it. And which you said her social side is absolutely fine. So you just want Jake to come in and praise you a bit more kind of thing. I don't know. But Anon 02450 says, sorry, you're the arsehole. You threw a dinner party, not a restaurant opening. And Wisman says, you're the arsehole. Kicking someone out because they aren't endlessly praising your food sounds pretty ridiculous. Also, and quotes, my wannabe chef brain can't really handle anything less than everyone gobbling down excessive portions of my food and telling me how great it was. And then says, you need to find a way to deal with that. Constructive criticism is helpful and will help you become a better cook. And in famous Wasabi 9007 says, you're the arsehole. You are free to invite who you wish, but telling Mary that you are bothered by how she eats and what she eats was totally uncalled for. An ecstatic turnover says, oof, quite the stretch to say it might be better for everyone to swap her out for Jake because you're obsessed with the compliments. So rude. You're the arsehole. And we have one more from Super Judy one saying, you're the arsehole. Why would you think it was a foodie activity? You're not going to a restaurant. It's you cooking at your house. It's a social activity. And you told her that eating your food is more important than her presence. 
And now, what do you guys think of today's collections of stories? What are your verdicts on today's stories? It would be great to hear them. Also, if you have a moment of your time, if you click that like button right now, it'd be super, super helpful as well. And, you know, just a huge thank you for being here. It is absolutely amazing. If you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. We have another members video coming tomorrow, Saturday the 5th of June 2021, just in case you're on the podcast or this is a, watching this at a later date. And thank you once again for being here. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.